0: i'm jennifer campbell i'm karen corgan and i'm kelsey litchfield welcome to the girls talk ag podcast brought to you by
1: the global ag network this podcast is where we plow through the manure online and discuss what's currently going on in agriculture
0: from the good stuff to the
2: rough stuff we may not always be politically correct but we're definitely honest
0: welcome back to another episode of girls talk ag Um, before we started recording i was telling karen that if I have a heat stroke in the middle of this, just continue on without me because I live without air conditioning. So, oh, so, wow,
2: we uh, I was just over at a wheat field, Cole was custom harvesting, and it was 91 degrees and like 100% humidity. And halfway home, the temperature dropped 20 degrees and the sky opened up.
0: Oh, <gasps> and you needed that big time. Yeah, good answers, prayers have been answered. So, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Well, um, Karen, how you doing? Anything to update us
1: on? We are very dry right here in this part of central Illinois. So we had an inch of rain in the month of June, and we've had none so far in July. And it is currently 91 degrees.
0: Yeah, we could use some rain, and I'm just kind of nearby where you are. Um, So we'll hope for some rain. Um, But while people are waiting for rain, they can listen to a podcast, right? Which is You like my segue into that, my transition into that. So today we are bringing on Jason Meadows of the uh, Ag State of Mind podcast, which is also on the Global Ag Network. Jason, thanks for coming on today.
3: Thanks girls for having us or having me, I guess. I'm sorry. Um, I would gladly give you some of my rain if I could. We got four inches Saturday night. Oh my gosh. I mean, like within two hours. I mean, so yeah. not even enough, like it was one of those rains where there was no way we could utilize all of it. And it was major flooding here, just a n- nightmare. So
2: what is that saying? Feast or famine? Exactly.
3: Yeah, that's exactly
2: around here. Feast or famine. Mm-hmm. That's
3: it.
0: That's a slogan of
3: 2020.
0: Maybe. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Daniels goes and dies. So yeah. 2020 really is horrible. Yeah. I know, oh, right?
3: It's awful. Yeah.
2: It's like, what got him? The murder hornets? The COVID? I don't even know. Or was he just like, I'm out of here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> he so was like, done I'm with it. <laughs> done. Yeah. I don't even, even want to see what's next. I'm done. I don't
1: know. He uh, you know, tweeted a lot about how Hillary Clinton should go to jail, so maybe she got him. Uh-oh.
3: Now we know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you
1: know, I have enjoyed all the conspiracy
0: theorists uh, throughout 2020. That has made for some entertaining content, let me tell you. And Twitter probably didn't help either, which I'm trying to use maybe a little less of. But <laughs> yeah, be- before we dig into too deep of that hole, Jason, um, first tell us a little bit about yourself. Give us a little summary of who you are and then talk about your podcast before we dig in to what we're going to talk about today.
3: Sure, sure. Well, I, I am from south central missouri the ozark i'm from the northern ozarks so um i'm about halfway between st louis and springfield missouri um right off of i-44 so um my family i'm a third generation cattle rancher Uh, my dad actually my see my grandpa was in the world in world war ii went to school in the gi bill then my dad kind of took it from there and gathered up all kinds of land at one point, had about a thousand head mama cow operation. He owned the owned the sale barn in Cuba for many years, um, and then I am the baby of five children. Um, uh, all of us, all of, four out of the five of us, are involved in agriculture in some some point. I um, I went to school. I'm a pharmacist, so that's why you see behind me. I'm a bunch of pills behind me. I'm just at work. Um, but then I also I have a cow calf operation of my own. Um, I am married, have four boys.
2: Hats yeah. off to your mom and hats off to your wife. Damn.
3: <laughs> yeah, lot of lot of males around. <laughs> I in that so I came back. I I found like I found the stresses of a job, found the stresses of agriculture, all of it kind of coming together. You know, trying to. Um, kind of blend those two worlds how I wanted to. And that's where I came up with the podcast. Um, I am really interested and really passionate about mental health. I have been for the past uh, probably three or four years when I'm trying uh, trying to get better myself. I have had issues with anxiety probably going back to college. And I wanted to kind of be able to help other people in the same way that I've helped myself. And um, starting a podcast I feel like was the best way for me to reach the most amount of people um, I never expected it to grow like it's grown um, I never expected it to afford me the opportunities that it's that I've, I've gotten from it and um, it's it's I've been I've been really I mean I know it's a cliche but I've been incredibly blessed to to have all the experiences I've had in just the short time
2: so I have a question Mm -hmm. Then um, when we talk about like mental health and things like that, what um, you stuck with ag state of mind, what do you, do you feel like you reach that's the focus you wanted that that industry or why?
3: It wasn't okay. It wasn't like when I first started, I just wanted to serve members of my community Mm -hmm. and not necessarily ag focused but definitely rule focused um but that kind of changed and I don't know like the only reason I can really only po- only point I can kind of reference back was about last year about this time um we were my wife and I were in Dallas at a conference and when we actually still had real life conferences right and yeah. we were we were we were in my, we'd We're still finishing up hay and my son calls me and says the tractor's on fire and he would caught the baler on fire. It was just a mess, you know, Um, and I I, I, I could see myself going back a few years and knowing how much, how badly that would have affected me and knowing that I had kind of gotten better in taking care of myself and taking care of my anxiety and better managing that, that is... I think that's the point where I realized, well, there's got to be other people who are like me who suffer the same way that I do. And that's kind of where it, the the idea to focus it solely on ag people.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's always kind of a background story, I feel like, to podcasting. And, and honestly, kind of even when you're starting a business or doing something, you always find a problem. And not necessarily podcasting comes up with the solution, but you're able to talk through it. Cause I know with girls talk egg talking about current issues in agriculture. And ultimately I think it just creates a community. I think that's mm, the mm-hmm. goal with podcasting is create a community where you can talk through issues or successes, challenges, and that's where you really build your network.
3: Yeah, I totally agree with that. Like, um, And I think that one of the biggest things about podcasting is it's not so much, and this is, I learned this pretty early on, and I think you guys can attest to this too. It's not so much like reaching the masses. It's about focusing in on that kind of niche, uh, those people that really want to hear from you and want to consistently hear from your mess, uh, hear uh, your message and you know, so like when I was really getting into it, we're like looking at my numbers, seeing how many people are listening. And um, what was more important is, and it's, I don't know if there's really a way to track this or not, but amount of people who keep listening. Um, mm-hmm. That's more important to me than getting a whole bunch of numbers.
2: Mm-hmm. It's kind of it's like people, we don't find people, they find us.
3: Right, yeah.
2: It's, it's like we're putting it out there and we... We have in mind what we want to talk about and who we think we're going to reach, but ultimately it's about who finds us and who wants to stick around.
3: Yeah, exactly.
1: I did want to say that originally we kind of started the podcast as more like therapy for ourselves, mm-hmm. for the three of us, just to talk things out and talk about things that were happening. And then we just kind of, you know, it, it related to other people who then, you know, kind of came in and listened to
0: So i have a question for all three of you that i want you to answer what was the biggest challenge starting a podcast
3: i'll go first like my number one was like the fear of not of the unknown like i had no idea what i was doing like i had i i seriously had no clue what was going on um i didn't know how to i mean i didn't know how to record myself on a on a computer you know i mean i'm i'm such a luddite in that i don't i i just don't gel well with technology and i think that was the biggest like barrier to me was the fear of the unknown
2: we we basically were in a group text and said hey wouldn't it be fun and we were like yeah sure so we ordered amazon i got on amazon order microphones and started i think the biggest challenge for us was it didn't really matter. Correct me if I'm wrong, Karen, but it didn't really matter to us whether we were a success or big time or not. It was so therapeutic for the three of us to sit and talk. And then people were like, um, you guys are kind of funny. And we're like, yeah, we knew that. (laughs) Um, you're just now realizing that, but it was very therapeutic. So I think the biggest challenge though, and still is, is finding time to coordinate three people in, three different stages of life. And then, you know, Angie, you know, was in a different stage as well. And, and finding time. And we are in different time zones. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. So that's the biggest thing. Jennifer here never knows what time zone these freaking people are talking about because they're in central time and I'm on Eastern time. And so, yeah, so I have to literally text them, go, is this your time or my time? Could someone just text me five minutes before I need to be on? I wouldn't the
3: think it would be that hard, but it is like I had so much, like you want, know, I, I had a problem going talking to somebody, uh, from uh, mountain time. Well, then I threw into this wrench where I talked to some people from Ireland. Oh, which, <laughs> yeah. like, it was like six hours, but like, I, apparently I don't know how to figure out six hours because
1: <laughs> I can't figure out the hour. There's math yeah, it's involved. So hard. Yeah. <laughs> I think the other thing, um, it's just, it's, it's a time commitment. I mean, you know, in order to have something that people want to listen to, you have to take the time to not only to sit, to record, but to, you know, research the topic that you're talking about so that Mm -hmm. you can give, you know, an informed opinion and so
2: (laughs) informed opinion. That's where I've gone wrong.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So what do you, what do you guys think has made the best, um, episodes. So I don't think it's fair to ask someone, what's your favorite episode? Because you know, that's like picking a favorite child. You you probably have one, but you don't want to say it out loud. Um, So what do you guys think makes the biggest, uh, or what do you think makes the best content story-wise or timeliness? What are your thoughts on that?
1: I think our funniest episode it wasn't necessarily meant to be that way but we took on Gwyneth Paltrow and her pseudoscience (laughs) and uh, I I think that it was uh, it was entertaining and it was off the rails but I mean that's kind of what the topic is to begin with so Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I guess that's the one that sticks in my head
2: Mm
3: -hmm. I always the one for me the one that I enjoyed recording the most was probably I mean and it's a hard question to ask because I really do a hundred percent have a lot of fun recording each one. Um, but the one where I talked to Dave Pratt of he's of ranch management consultants, he is retired now, but just the able, you know, I've, I've studied him for years and followed him for years and to just kind of soak up that just little bit of knowledge from him in this, that short 30 minutes that him and I got to chat. Um, that was really cool for me because it it was the experience i I felt like if nobody else listened to that episode it did not matter to me because i got so much out of it because Mm -hmm. he was such a wealth of of information
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. people always ask what my favorite season is and and i always say oh it's like right now it would be summer because i'm always the current season I'm, i'm i'm just soaking it all in so honestly like it's always a current topic that we're on because it's always Mm -hmm. something new and different. And I'm always learning something and I'm like having some aha moments that, you know, somebody says something and I'm like, there's always something new. And I, Mm -hmm. that no matter how much you research, somebody else in the conversation is saying something you didn't know. The way Mm -hmm. you
1: started out, I thought you were gonna say the episode Chris was on. Oh,
2: well that was funny (laughs) too, yeah. Yeah, I, have quite, I must have quite the family. We've been interviewed my oldest and my husband, and yeah, so it's fun living with me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just going to pull you in and we're going to interview you. Um, yeah. I think for me, this is Gross Talk Ag, is my fourth podcast I've been a part of. I think I counted that the other day. Um, I actually started one in college, it was called Food and Farm Chat. I know how That's original. A good one. And it lasted five episodes, I think. (laughs) I just got busy and couldn't do with it. But I think the biggest thing is with podcasts is keep evolving. I think you all alluded to that. So timeliness and relevance is important. But then sticking to what's currently going on, I think, always grabs someone's attention. Um, And with podcasting, it's so easy. You can literally record a conversation, turn around, and post it. That day. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's so cool how people nowadays at their fingertips can basically have their own radio show. That's basically what it is. And um, I don't even know, five, well, maybe five years ago, but 10 years ago, no, no one really. Was really, no one was doing that. Like you had to try to go on a radio show and be interviewed or a guest or something. And now you can just spread knowledge.
3: So it's... Tip. I think one of the most like important things about podcasting is its ability to kind of, you know, on, a lot of times you see people interact through Twitter and it's 240 characters and you can only get so much substance out of that. Even And you
2: a, can't make corrections.
3: Yeah. Which is annoying, <laughs> right? Like, but here in this long form conversation, you can go out, you can, you can really see what, going on uh have a real discussion about something and like we're doing here like how how would i start a podcast in ag well there's girls talk i have this episode where we talk about uh, what it took to get a podcast started and what it is about podcasting that we enjoy so much and you know that's just one example but you know there's it, it, it affords us the ability to go out and have these long form conversations to that have some actual substance to them
2: mm-hmm. well and I think it comes from people doing the same thing we are on the same level It's not celebrities. It's not uh, Mm -hmm. people who have money and can afford this, uh, you know, specialty equipment to do it or have to book a studio or this is people like, like you fed cattle this morning and you're working in town. And, you know, we're all doing things that, for lack of a better term, common people do everybody does right yeah and so we're telling you like you get to share with us your form of anxiety on a level that we all are at it's not oh well I have so much anxiety because I have too much money and somebody wrecked my sports car it's you know this is real life it's re-
3: relatability
2: It's yes. rela- thank you that's yes. that's the one word that I couldn't come up with it is relatable because you're at a conference and your tractor's on fire and your kid's telling you that's relatable mm-hmm. to common people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want that to happen to me,
0: but you know. <laughs> right. uh, believe me, mm-hmm.
3: I wish yeah. it wouldn't have. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Karen, you had a question, I'll let you ask it, um, that you put on the kind of the outline
1: sheet about having too many ag podcasts. You want to ask that? Oh, I didn't say there were too many ag podcasts. I wanted to but get But you didn't
3: the- did not say that either. <laughs>
1: my point was you know there's a lot of people who are starting podcasts and I just think it's important to know that there's room for everyone you know just like there's a million different tv shows you can watch not all tv shows are going to interest everyone and I think it's the same way with podcasts and so I just want to encourage people if they you know want to think about starting one or have you know think you know I guess I want to encourage them to do so if they even if they think that there's a lot still already out there. Mm-hmm.
3: I think it's a big joke. Like, Oh, everybody has a podcast, but you know, there are, there are so there's, there's so many niches to be filled. Like it's, we spoke about this a little bit earlier. Um, I was very afraid that there was already going to be a mental health and ag podcast before I started, you know, so I researched that, which is silly now. Like if I wanted to start my own podcast, who's stopping me? You know, it's nobody's, it's nobody's business. If you want to go out and start a podcast, nobody else gets to have an opinion on that except for you. And I think, you know, I mean, that's what, I mean, the, it, it lent to the ease of it. Like it's, it's, Again, I don't want to like make it sound like it's nothing to it, but the the it's a relatively simple process to mm-hmm. to begin a podcast, I I would say. I mean that doesn't mean it's easy, but it is a simple process. And it doesn't it it took I spent sixty dollars to start one and that was on this microphone. I mean that's it. And um there's lots of people that want to help you out too. Um another, you know, one of the clay Conry on the working cows podcast who's also a member of the global ag network he was my number one go-to help me out a ton um you know so if somebody if somebody wants to start a podcast there is there are so many people that will help you out
2: mm-hmm. i think that's important to know with whatever you do and, and when you want to talk mental health wise to me if there's something you want to do do it um mm-hmm there's like you say there's a ton of podcasts there's a ton of ag podcasts there's i have a website that is recipes do you know how many freaking websites there are with recipes bazillions and i don't care i still have mine and if 100 million people don't want to visit it but three do or my daughters call and say is the recipe on the website i do it anyway because Mm -hmm. it brings me joy it gives me something to do yeah um i always tell um judgy people and don't get me wrong I can be a very judgy person so but I also always tell someone who's judging someone else um do you pay their bills do they ask you to pay their bills if they don't you really don't have a lot of say in what they do
3: yeah I think we give so many people so much domain when it's none of their damn business Mm
2: -hmm. and I think we give people domain in our heads that don't even know they have domain
3: yeah exactly yep that's a big thing, and, and I think that kind of speaks to. We talked a little bit before again about Twitter and um, social media, and you know the fear of being judged and the fear of what other people are going to think. And again, I go back to it. That doesn't really matter. They don't really get to have an opinion because it's it's your life. It's what you want to do. It's your mm-hmm. podcast, and you know they can listen if they want. If not, that's just you know just fine too.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: and a lot of it, like you said, is like. It's very therapeutic. Um, Like I write a lot on my blog and like, if people don't read it, that's okay with me. I'm Mm -hmm. fine with that, to be honest with you, because it felt therapeutic for me to put it out there.
3: Yeah. You know, my wife said that when I first started my blog, because the podcast evolved from a blog. I think a lot of podcasts do. Um, Is that right? Mm Yeah. Do you still
2: have it? Do you still have it? I do. Yeah, I sure do. Well, shout Uh, out the name.
3: It's Ag State of Mind. Com. Oh, okay. Yeah. I simple. did not
2: know that. See, I never knew that.
3: Yeah. So, um, but what I was saying is when i I put out like my first couple of blogs and like not very many people liked them on Facebook, mm-hmm. not many people read them. And I was a little frustrated. And then my wife asked me, said, are you mad? Are you upset? And I'm like, eh, kinda, you know, but
2: I'm yeah, disappointed.
3: Yeah. yeah. But then I got to more, I got to writing the more I got to just feeling better myself. Yeah, And that's really what mattered, you know, mm-hmm. and if, if, if somebody, if other people want to come along with me on this journey, great. That's more people, the better. But if I have to be completely content that it helps me and that's yeah. the number one priority.
0: Mm-hmm. I and I also want to encourage people. I was, I actually wrote about this on Facebook the other day because I began um, a new career adventure Um, with Colleen Callahan Consultancy. And what people don't realize in this, when it comes to podcasting, farming, almost anything, like you say to yourself, oh, I should get started. I should do this. And you think it's going to happen overnight, maybe not overnight, but maybe. And building a business has been the longest process of my life. And I never imagined it would take this, these full two years to really get it going, I, and that goes back to the consistency we talked earlier. But what I really want people to do is just start today. Take those baby steps. Yeah. Maybe you want to start a podcast. Well, just buy a microphone and play around with it for a month or so, and just just take those baby steps to starting, and then you'll be glad you did two weeks ago that you can just take those steps. Yes.
3: Yeah. So there's a there's a quote I has kind of been my it's. I can't remember the exact quote. It because first of all, it's in French, but it came from <laughs> it came from Voltaire. And the basic the 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 synopsis is uh, perfect is the enemy of done or perfect is the enemy of good. There's two different ways that you can interpret it, but I think they both have similar meanings. And they if you're going to wait for everything to be perfect, if you're going to wait, well, I mean, I have to wait till you know my kids are this age and I make this much money at work and, you know, I get this much paid down or whatever to start this. Well, I have news that's probably never going to happen. But if you just decide, if you want to do something and you want to start it, do it. Because there's nobody holding me back, but you.
0: Yep. Yeah. I agree.
3: I like this podcast. You guys like make me feel like I can talk like matter of fact and that's really cool.
2: Well, that's my whole, I, I love straightforward, get it, I, I just really like straightforward.
3: Yeah, 100% talk. me too. I, so, I, I hate when people try to BS me. <laughs> if in, go if ahead.
2: You ever listen to people and you're like, if you could just get to the point,
3: Yeah, yeah. I
2: would listen to you more. Yeah. But the ums and the explanation, I tell you one thing, uh, our school board sent out a, uh, presentation the other day of what they were going to do to start school this year and I watched the first 15 minutes of it and finally I sent them an email that said if you could just tell me what I need to do to get my <laughs> kid back in school I'll be fine but I was 20 minutes into it and and still didn't
3: know hadn't learned anything I
0: had learned anything. that's what they call in journalism burying the lead
2: oh my god don't and bury someone it else said they watched an 45 minutes of it and still had no clue I'm like I don't have time for that tell me what my kid needs to do does he need a Mm -hmm. mask are we doing part-time tell me list out what you want to do and we'll go from there Mm -hmm. but the bullshit to get to that point
0: I don't like it yeah Mm -hmm. I don't have time for it I don't know Mm -hmm. why anybody thinks they do Is there any other BS in podcasting would you say that people should know about? Like maybe you've heard something about podcasting and you think that's true? Or I guess maybe is there a realization you had now that you're in podcasting that you didn't expect at the beginning?
3: I'm not sure if there's any like assumption about this, but this is something that I learned or I found out after I'd started and that is the relationships that you form with the people who you record with. And that, you know, I, every, pretty much every week, I think there's been two where I have had solo episodes, but every other episode I've had, um, people, I've interviewed people and the lasting relationships that I've had with these people and the ability to work on further projects with them. That's something that happened that I was totally not expecting. Uh, we'll take for instance, Adrian DeSutter. I know you guys mm-hmm. had her on a couple months back. I think around the same time I had her on my podcast mm-hmm. and then we had the chance to work together with that um, breaking ground webinar and you know, and her and I, we text back and forth. She's become, she's become a friend and I've other people who I've, um, not ever met in real life, you know, just met through the internet, um, forming relationships with them. And I think that's, I think that's the number one thing that I, that has happened that I totally did not expect was, um, talking to people and keeping up with them after I've interviewed them. Mm-hmm. I think
2: Twitter is that way too. I'm going to tell you right now that Angie, um, and kelsey i'm sure you will be too at some point in time get a random text from me uh, angie and karen and i i mean i've sent my kid over to karen's over in illinois to babysit her kids i mean <laughs> i went to radiation with jen and she went to radiation mm-hmm. when i had cancer i mean we have met in real life but nothing like someone who lives next door we we are literally friends in our phone and and she was there when I needed her and you know I sent my kid over to babysit her kid when she needed it's amazing to me how close you can become to people like that
3: well I think there's like especially for me a lot of my friends are people who I grew up with and they have this certain expectation of you and they view you like they viewed you when you were 17 years old and for me getting to know especially other other men that are close to my age that I did not grow up with that's super helpful and like I I feel just a different bond to them and I like I said I there's some friends that I have made that I would probably send my kids over to their house
0: Mm -hmm. you know well we we started off the podcast talking about community and we kind of just went full circle there You know, the community that you build, it's kind of an online community, but you're able to take it offline Mm -hmm. um, and visit with them and just build, build that friendship, build that network. And then you have that network, not necessarily to fall on, but to listen to, to share perspective on, to share frustrations with. Um, That's one thing from Girls Talk, I've met so many new people just over Twitter and if it wasn't for this podcast, I never would have done. So that's why I'm thankful for this opportunity to meet those new people and really, really gain some perspective on the issues. And especially out of the comfort of where I live, I'm in the heart of the Midwest, but I love hearing stories mm-hmm. all the way from the East coast to the West coast and podcasting. You have the ability to do that.
3: Yeah. I'm in like a, we formed this little text group. I'm the only one from Missouri, but I got two in the West in Nebraska and two in the East in Ohio. And, you know, to find that we, I mean, we're all in the Midwest at, you know, in some way, shape or form, but you know, we're all finding that we are all struck. Like we're all kind of either complaining about too much or not enough rain right now. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that, which is kind of the thing that binds us all together, I think, is bitching about the weather.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, To kind of not necessarily wrap it up, but just, just to reflect on if you could give any advice on podcasting, what would it be?
3: I think for me, it would just, like I said earlier, just, just do it. Just if you have something that you think you have an idea for it, and you think that it will benefit someone, even, even just yourself, even if it's something that a topic that you want to further investigate yourself, just do it. And you never know where or how it's going to take off.
1: Sorry. And I would say, "Just make sure that you have fun,
3: yeah, a hundred percent, yeah, yeah, and, and that's something that that's something that I, I told myself like if it ever got to be too stressful for me, I would quit yeah. because it wasn't it was it's not worth it
2: mm-hmm. i think yeah. I think that you need to. Uh, value the friendships that you make while you're while you're doing it, and not just the people that you're doing it with. But um, I'm always amazed at the number of people after a podcast comes out. You know, you might get one or two messages, private messages, DMs. You know, you said such and such, and I laugh so hard. Or dude, I knew exactly how you felt. And, you know, sometimes they're just ramblings out of my mouth that I'm like, nobody else is going to get this, but they do.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's always amazing at the random stuff that I say that people like, like, Oh yeah, I totally get that.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, Oh man, I'm sorry. because, (laughs) Dude, I've been there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would think my advice would be yes, to just do it and to have fun. And to just be consistent. If you do choose to do it, it's a lot of work. Um, I'm not going to beat around the bush with that. It's a lot of work to build it up. But I think what you get out of it is priceless. The community that you build, the friends you make, the network that you grow. And I'm sure any of us would be happy to sit down or talk with anyone that's wanting to start a podcast uh, and walk them through what things they might want to know. So, um, I
3: I have a little, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go for it. No, I just have We're a little right short, ca- you guys
0: go
3: ahead. I just have a little short caveat in that. So my son edits my podcast because I know if I, if I had to edit my own podcast, I probably wouldn't do it because I don't have that. Oh, I,
2: if we didn't have mom Kelsey over there, we would be,
3: uh, I, I wouldn't do it. I I just absolutely yeah. wouldn't do it. And, but the the relationship that it is afforded him and I to, to build over this um Is so cool because he listens to the podcast, and you know, while he's editing, he'll send me a text of you know, oh, this part's funny. Oh, we should do this. You know, oh, that's Uh, cool. Yeah, it's so cool. And then it came to me. I I don't remember where I heard it, but like this is another sort of business I could possibly leave my son and pass down yeah. to them you know
2: That's awesome. not
3: just the you know so it's not just the farm anymore it's 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 this it's this podcast and I, I somebody said that and I really I kind of blew my mind as I never thought of it that way
0: yeah
3: and hopefully you know hopefully it grows into something that is worth passing down
0: yeah That's Yeah. cool I, I love that I love that. And I think that might be a good note to end on because I think that's what we all hope to do is pass something down, whether it is your family or whether it's someone you can help get started in that particular industry that that legacy can live on. So yeah. awesome. well, Jason, Jason, thank you for joining us today. I learned something new. Um, Karen and Jen. And is that Chris in the background that we can all say hello to? <laughs> yeah. He's holding Chris a beer. Chris by drinking beer. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's Chris. There you go. That's where he gets his uh, state of mind corrected
0: at with a yigling. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So thank you, Jason, for coming on today and for yeah, talking to us you. about your podcast. Th- thanks. It.
3: Thanks for having me. I, r- I really appreciate it. I
0: can't I re- wait to go read your blog.
3: Yeah, it's, I mean, I've got, it's probably, there's several months worth of, I haven't written in a really long time. I'm really mad at myself. I really should write more because that's like, that's my first love is writing. I like to write. Yeah, I, I feel that. like, uh, I feel like that's how I get my, I express myself the best, but uh, yeah, no, there's probably 60 or so entries in there. I can so, wait.
0: I'm going to yeah, check
3: it out. Go take it, yeah, go check it out, agstateofmind.com.
0: And how can they follow you on Twitter too, Jason? You want
3: to sure, that? sure. Ag State of Mind 1, I think, is my handle on Twitter. Um, and Ag State of Mind everywhere on social media. Every month, I, I say every Monday, I release the episodes. It's usually Sunday night when they come out. By the time I get the work done and get it posted. But I always try to promote them on Mondays. So
2: Perfect. anywhere so you, have you have a get podcasts.
3: page, right? Yep, Ag State of Mind on yep. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram.
0: Oh, okay. All the good
3: stuff, yeah. I'm cool. Cool <laughs> I'm cool guy.
0: I'm cool guy.
3: Well, thanks for having me again, girls.
0: Right, nice to meet you. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. See ya. Thanks for hanging out with us. Join us next time for another episode of Girls Talk Ad. And if you can't wait until then, connect with us on Twitter.